all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. To command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. We're live everywhere now on Instagram. Both the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church Facebook, as well as the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church uh, YouTube pages, as well as Periscope. Y'all come on in tonight. Prayer is going to be amazing, as it always is. Do me a favor. Come on in. Like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Come on, let's be digital missionaries. What does that mean? A missionary um, is actually this. The definition of a missionary is one that goes to a place to preach or propagate the gospel. And so you literally get to use your social media to get this word out to people. And tonight, prayer is going to be powerful. We gather together every single Monday night. Hey, ATL, North Carolina, Aurora. I, that's what I'm told. You got to say North Carolina. You can't say North Carolina. It's North Carolina. Um, uh, we gather together every Monday night to pray for one hour across a variety of social media channels, as well as, of course, don't forget our, herb, our excuse me, our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family. What's happening to y'all? Hey, ATL, Aurora, good to see you. Green Valley, Virginia, come on in. Y'all, I'm ready to pray tonight. Oh, my goodness. Listen, if you missed church yesterday, oh, my goodness, you have got to go. How many of y'all, if you were at church yesterday or you saw the replay or you um, watched on, on a digital campus how many of y'all did that word bless you yesterday? You were about to lose your job. Um, how many of y'all did that word bless you yesterday? Uh, just wave at me and tell me what blessed you from that word. Um, and for those of you who didn't hear it, we're going to tell you how you can get our app in just a moment. That thing was absolutely amazing. Both experiences were powerful. Both experiences were bold. Uh, but that 11 o'clock, O M to the G. That eleven o'clock, that eleven fifteen, Mountain Time, which is one fifteen Eastern Time. That thing was incredible. Um, it was amazing. I see your hands. Wasn't that word powerful? Um, I encourage you to make sure you get our app. Um, that way, when you have our app, you can stay up to date and connected with all of the uh, messages. Um, you'll get our podcast. Hey Thornton, you'll get our podcast. You'll get um, all of our singles. I think we've got like six singles that we've released through Harvest Worship. You'll be able to get, um, uh, every time I go live, you'll be able to uh, be notified about that. It was amazing. Somebody said, I missed it. I need to hear this. You have to go hear yesterday's message. Uh, you about to lose your job. Hey, you about to lose your job. Get this dance. You have to go listen to that message. Do yourself a favor. How do you do it? Text the word HARVEST to 59769. Man, ask everybody to just type that on, uh, on, one, on all of our social platforms. Text HARVEST to 59769. If you're on Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, don't do it if you're driving. Do it as soon as you're stationary. Text HARVEST to 59769 and you will be able to get um, connected to our mobile app and you'll be able to get the message and uh, and all of that. But it, it was that thing blessed me tremendously. Guys, share some of what spoke life to you from that uh, message yesterday. Some, share some of what spoke to you from that message yesterday. Come on, talk to me. Talk to me. Come and talk to me. Come on, talk to me. What's some of what um, spoke life to you? I see it was phenomenal, presented powerfully. That's awesome. Talk to me about some of the things that spoke life to you from that message yesterday. All right. Uh, you about to lose your job. Come on, type it on the screen. What, what spoke life to you? What was said to you? What stood out to you? The miracle from the mess. Isn't that amazing? A 27-year-old woman from uh, Dillon, South Carolina, which I found out one of our digital harvesters uh, also 
Uh, it's from Dylan. And so how the word spoke to them, the anointing was so powerful. My God, rainbows in the atmosphere, reminders of God's covenant. It was. Let me tell you, at that 1115, many of those that were in the auditorium, they came up uh, and they uh, they ran up to the stage at a certain part during the message. And it was such an encouragement to me. Uh, you know, here's the truth, guys. It's no doubt. Um, it is no doubt. My relatives from Dylan. Wow. So Dylan must be a poppin's place. Um, um, it was so powerful. For those of you that are always the strong person, um, it is always good when you as the strong person uh, can have individuals and you know that you are backed up and you've got support. And the scripture says that David had support um, from mighty men and these mighty men gave him strong support and making him king up. Uh, uh, making him king. And I want to pray. Uh, I prayed for that yesterday, but I also want to pray for that today with you, um, that you would have strong support. Can I get you to type on the string, strong support, strong support? They said, not really, it's rule. Got you. Strong support. Isn't that powerful how your life can change overnight? I felt the anointing all the way in Virginia. Let me tell you something. I'm just telling you, it was, it was, it was powerful. It was so powerful. Um, and when they rushed the stage uh, yesterday, uh, it was powerful. Because when you're, again, when you're the strong one, you are normally um, the one that uh, has always got to, you know, do this and do this and do that. And it's First Chronicles 11 and 10. First Chronicles 11 and 10. And I want to, our first prayer tonight uh, is going to be from that scripture. First Chronicles 11 and 10. It says, now these are the chiefs of David's mighty men who gave him strong support. <clears throat> Which means there's a such thing as weak support. Uh, and one of the scriptures we looked at in the message yesterday was with Peter after they detained Jesus, that Peter was following from a distance. And part of strong support says um, that I am not just going to do this from a distance. I am going to support you publicly. And for many of you, people have supported you privately, but when they're in front of a crowd or an audience, the support goes away. But I pray that in the last four months of this year, well, I really at three and a half now, right? But your September, your October, your November, your December, you would have strong support. It says, now these are the chiefs of David's mighty men. They gave him strong support. So here's the first part I want to pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, that you are the God that gives us strong support. You are the God that surrounds us with people that can give us strong support so that we would accomplish what you have ordained for us to accomplish in the earth. And so now in the name of Jesus, we pray, Father, <clears throat> that we would have strong support. No weak support. None of those that just support us privately, but don't do it publicly. We thank you, Father, for strong support right now in the name of Jesus. It says they gave him strong support in his kingdom. In other words, when he was doing what you wanted him to do, you gave him strong support. So God calls us to make sure that we are doing exactly what you want us to do, exactly when you want us to do it, exactly how you want us to do it, because you gave David strong support when David was doing the right thing. Sometimes, Father, the support we need, we don't see because we are doing our thing, not your thing. Hey, Basha. But in Jesus' name, we pray, God, that we would do what you have ordained for us to do so that in doing that, just like David, you would be able to trust us with strong support because what we're doing is what you have ordered. Father, you will always bring support to what you order in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, that it goes on to say to make him king. In other words, they didn't mind. Here it is. They didn't mind supporting somebody else getting what they would never have. And in Jesus' name, we pray, God, that in these last four months, that we will be surrounded by people who will support us in obtaining what they'll never have. My God, that will support us in walking in what they may never walk in. That will support us in, in accomplishing what they may never accomplish. What does that mean? Strong support aren't jealous people. Father, we thank you. We wouldn't be surrounded by people that are jealous of us. We wouldn't be surrounded by people that are in competition to be us. No, we pray that we'd be surrounded by people that would be themselves and do what they're called to do, but bring the support that you have ordained. Father, we come against those that would be envious. We come against those that have got hidden motives and hidden agendas that would be around us. And we declare, type it again, strong support. Hey, Shabaha, strong support. In the name of Jesus, that they won't that they won't be jealous of the seat we sit in, but they will help us to manage that seat. They will help us to walk in that seat. You will never ever be able to have strong support from people that want to be you. So in Jesus' name, Father, we pray 
that we would have people that are comfortable in their own skin, comfortable being number two, comfortable being backup, comfortable not having the mic, comfortable not having the stage, whatever it is, comfortable not being the CEO, comfortable not being the one to get married this time, comfortable not being the one to get the new house, comfortable not being the one to get the new car, whatever it might be. That they are comfortable on their journey so that they can give us support in our journey. And Father, we pray that we would reciprocate that support. That we would not just be those that are leeches. Proverbs say that leeches have two daughters. Give me and give me some more. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that we would not be those uh, that are leeches where we just take from people and take support from people, but that we would give it to people. Come on, we've got to sow what we want to reap. Our increases in our release. Our increases in our release. So, God, we release support. Come on, type that on the screen, everybody, everywhere. I release support. Type those words. I release support. We release support now. In the name of Jesus, Father, we declare that we would release support uh, in Jesus' name so we'd be able to receive report. And we thank you now in Jesus' name. It goes on, First Chronicles 11 and 10, says, according to the word of the Lord concerning Israel, which means when they did what you told them to do, you gave them the support they needed. Father, every area where we've been out of alignment or we've been off course, we call ourselves into alignment and we call ourselves into the steps you have ordained. Any place where we have deviated from your word, we declare that tonight we will be back in alignment with your word. Any place where we've started mixing our ideas with what you said, that we'd be back in alignment tonight. Come on, somebody say, I'm in alignment. I'm in alignment. I'm in alignment. Because this was all done according to the word of the Lord concerning Israel. In other words, they followed your instructions, so you gave David support. So as we follow your instructions, God, we pray that you would give us great support. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Can I get everybody to say amen right there? Come on, y'all. I feel like praying tonight. Every Monday we gather for one hour. And we pray. Uh, and let me just say this. It is so important on this concept, because we were talking about what happened at that 1115, uh, is that you make sure you're releasing support. So for those of you that I'm your pastor, release your support to me. For those of you, if I'm not your pastor, release your support to your pastor. For those of you that are part of our leadership network, release the, that support. Whatever it is you need to receive, release it. See, I release support to those that I follow. I've always been that way. I have always given every man of God I have ever served, they got my best. Not because, watch me, not because of no type of compensation, not because of no kind of position, not because of how close I got to be, not because of what I got to see. I gave my best because that's who I am. I need you to type on the screen, I am a person of excellence. Father, cause us to always give our best support. Because we are people of excellence, not to manipulate, not to engender people toward us, uh, not to try to uh, uh, make it look as if it's different, but because that's who we are. In Jesus' name, we declare that because we are people of excellence, that all the what we release, we would release it because it's right, not because we are trying to manipulate, not because we are trying to get those to deviate from what it is. We are people. Type that, y'all. We are people of excellence. In Jesus' name, come on, everybody say amen. All right, this is so crucial uh, in business. And, and I'm not trying to be braggadocious about myself. I'm just making a point. I was always that way in business. I gave strong support to whoever I followed in business. I gave strong support to leaders, strong support to managers. I released that. So then I set myself up to receive that. And here's why. Because the scripture says in Colossians, everything that you do, it says do heartily, unto the Lord. Now, this is good. Do heartily unto the Lord. And I'll do announcements in a minute, but just y'all y'all flow with me. Come on. What's up, Bishop? Um, Colossians 3.23. It says, whatever you do, do it with your whole heart. Now, let's stop. The reason sometimes you don't receive strong support is because the support you give is half-hearted. How many of you can be honest? Do the hand wave emoji on all of our different platforms tonight. We're on Instagram, both Instagrams, and we're on Facebooks and YouTubes and, and uh, uh, Periscope and Uncommon Gospel Radio. And everybody, to be honest, how many of you can ever be honest that you've done something, but you've done it half-heartedly? Because whenever you do something half-heartedly, uh, heart in Scripture, Old Testament, it's the word lev, L-E-B. New Testament is the word cardia. Both of them mean mind. In other words, he says you did it with a half mind. In other words, you didn't do it with all of you. Here it is. You were distracted while you were doing it. Come on. You were distracted while you were doing it. I want to pray that for the last four months of this year, that, the, that what you release, you do it wholeheartedly. 
in your serving, in your giving, uh, uh, if you uh, serve in church, on your job, as a mother, as a father, whatever you do, you have got to give it all of you. In other words, you're going to reap what you sow. You're going to reap half put together stuff because you have sown half put together stuff. All right. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, according to Colossians 3.23, we pray that whatever we do, we would do it with all of our hearts. We would do it with all of us. That there be nothing associated with us that is not excellent. There be nothing associated with us that is not effective. There be nothing associated with us that is not efficient. But in Jesus' name, we decree and we declare that whatever support we release, it will be wholehearted. We will not be distracted. We will give you our best in everything because it's right. Not because of a check, but because it's right. Not because of a title, but because it's right. Not because of a position, but because it's right. Not because somebody's watching us, but because we're seeing what we're doing. In Jesus' name. The scripture goes on as working for the Lord or doing it unto the Lord, not to men. Stop. Here's why sometimes this becomes tricky. Because what we begin to do, we treat it as if we're doing it to somebody that maybe in that moment we're mad at. Maybe in that moment we're angry at. Maybe in that moment we we, we don't think uh, we need, requires all of that. How many of us can be honest that we've done something that because of who we were doing it for, in that moment, we felt like we could have to do it. Come on. Leaders, this is especially true. Because leaders, if you feel like the people you're leading don't honor you or don't respect you or don't care about what you're doing, you will think, well, look, I ain't going to do all this for these people. Listen, stop. You're not doing it as unto them. You're doing it as unto the Lord. Parents, if your children are acting crazy with you, you mean, I ain't doing this for these suckers. I ain't doing this for this boy. I ain't doing this for these girls. It's married folk. You may look, if your spouse is tripping with you, I ain't doing this for him. Look, he can make his own breakfast. I ain't doing this. I'm not doing this for her. She didn't respect me, so I won't love her. Come on, it's called a crazy cycle. She wants, she wants love, so she doesn't respect until she gets love. He wants respect, so he doesn't love until he gets respect. All right, we've all done that. And I'm going to pray that in the last four months of this year, that everything we do, we do it as unto the Lord. We give our best because I'm doing this for God. It's the right thing to do. I don't need a certificate because I did it. That's just who I am. Come on, type on the screen, everybody. That's just who I am. I don't know how to do sloppy. I'm not sloppy. I'm not, come on, you got to make these confessions. I don't know how to do half because I'm not there. Because that's not who I am. That's not what I produce. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that in these last four months of our lives, and as we go forward, that everything we do, it would be the best. We would do the best because we're doing it unto you. It's not about the person we're doing it for. We're doing it unto you. I pray for every leader right now of anything where they have thought, well, I don't have to do all of that because they don't do that. You are not doing it unto them. You're doing it unto the Lord and the Lord deserves the best for every spouse, for every parent, for every individual that says, I don't have to do it because they don't require me to do it that well. But it's not about them requiring low high standards. It's about the fact that you have high standards. And in Jesus name, we decree and we declare that we are those that do everything unto you. Hey, Shabbat. We are those that do everything unto you, which means you deserve our best. David said, I won't sacrifice anything to the Lord that didn't cost me something. Father, forgive us for this half put together Christianity. I want to say something else. Forgive us for this half done believing you. Forgive us for this half done following you. Forgive us for this two times out of the month coming to church. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Forgive us for this half serving. Forgive us for this not being prepared at rehearsal. Come on, y'all. Forgive us for this not doing what we're supposed to do. I'm thinking I'll just apologize later when we knew to do it right up front. Y'all ain't praying with me. Forgive us tonight, Father, in Jesus' name, because that's who we are. Everything we do, we do it as unto you. So forgive us, Father, for ever offering you something that didn't cost us something. Forgive us for ever offering you something we wouldn't want ourselves. And in Jesus' name, we declare that we are forgiven and we start fresh. We are forgiven and we start fresh tonight in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody on every platform, can I just get you to say a hearty, what's a hearty, a big amen. 
Listen, guys, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video tonight. We are praying. Uh, all of us are gathered on a variety of different platforms tonight. I welcome you again, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Instagram, and the Uncommon Gospel Radio family. Love you all. We gather together every Monday night. For one hour, 7 p.m. to nine, uh, to 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 9 to 10 Eastern Standard Time. And then, uh, what is that? 8 to 9 Central Time. And then 6 to 7 um, uh, on the uh, Pacific Time. All right. Listen, um, we started talking about Sunday's message. And that's how we got into that prayer. I want us tonight um, to be mindful of this. That as we are praying, um, that uh, there's three types of prayer. One. Is to pray, which means to ask, to ask. Second type of prayer is called supplication. Supplication is like making a supplemental prayer for another believer. Right? When you're praying for another Christian, you can say, I'm interceding for them. They can go to God on their own. John 9 makes it clear that an unbeliever can only get to God for the prayer of salvation. Prayer is a privilege, not a right. So I encourage you to make this hour, like block this time out in your schedule. If you're normally working during this time, see if you can't go on break. Like make this time matter. Make it matter. Because for most, this is going to be the longest time you pray in a consecutive fashion all week. And I want to encourage you to make this time matter. All right. All right. Uh, and so we want to do that uh, as we're doing that. The final type of prayer, thirdly, is intercession. Can I get you to type um, that on the screen? Intercession. This is when we pray for those that do not know the Lord. John 9 says that we know that the Lord doesn't hear the prayer of an unrighteous except for salvation, all right? Or the unsaved except for salvation. I want us to start tonight. We're going to reverse how we normally pray. I want us to start tonight praying. We've done this before, but I, but I want to always make sure you understand when you're making intercession and you're interceding for somebody, what you're really saying is Lord, I'm standing in the gap and my prayer will be the bridge that they walk over to get to you. You're a believer today because somebody interceded for you. You're saved today because somebody interceded for you. You are alive today because somebody interceded for you. I want us to take a moment, type the initials of some names of some folks that we know that are not saved. And we're going to pray that before this year is out, we're going to pray that they would give their lives to the Lord. Secondly, we're going to pray for those who are saved, but they're not serving. They're not following the Lord. They're not fully devoted followers of Jesus. We're going to pray for them. And then thirdly, we're going to pray for those who their relationship status with Jesus is like, mm, it's like a Facebook status. I don't know. All right. And so that's what we got to do It's we got to always make sure that we're constantly doing this, constantly doing this. The Bible talks about this in Luke, uh, Luke 18 and one, it says, and men are to always pray and not lose heart. Men are to always pray and not lose heart. And in Luke 18, it talks about this woman who she kept going to this unjust judge, which means part of prayer. Everybody write this down is persistence or type this on the screen. Uncommon gospel say it, it's persistence. And I know some of you are already typing the initials. Keep typing your initials and also put that word persistence on the screen. Two things you're going to always hear me have you do in prayer. One, you're going to have me have you say a lot. Proverbs 18, 21, life and death are in your tongue. You're going to see what you say, not what you thought about saying. Number two, you're going to hear me have you to type a lot of stuff on the screen. Why? Matthew makes it clear that wherever two or three touch agreeing anything. All right. Now, physical distancing, we got to touch and agree digitally. All right. It shall be done for them. So I just want to activate the Bible. It's not about getting a comment count up. It's about you seeing results. All right. So prayer it's persistence. So you don't say, I prayed for that boy five years ago and ain't nothing changed. Well, okay. Well, listen, if you're going to be the bridge, the bridge still needs to be there because one day they're going to be ready to cross that thing. And listen, right now in America, right now in the world with so much fear, anxiety, and panic, can I be honest with you? We are on the verge of what I believe can be one of the greatest I don't use the word revival. I don't like the word revival. Number one, because the word revival is not in the Bible. Actually, it's only in the John Waymouth translation. And I guarantee none of y'all even know who that is. Number two, um, revival, revive, re again, relive. Why are we trying to relive? We shouldn't be having revival because that means let's go back to the way it was. What we need is evolution. That means let's go to the next level of what we're supposed to be. Let's go to the next level of what we're, they're supposed, we're supposed to be. So for those of us that are believers in Jesus, we're not trying to go back. No, let's go back. No, I don't want to go back. We're not supposed to go back. Why are we trying to put back to life what God killed? 
Instead, we got to go forward. And so um, I believe that right now, over these next four months, we've got an opportunity to see more people come to the Lord than we've ever seen before. Anybody else believe that? Any else believe that? We've got an opportunity to see people get saved that we thought would never, ever give their lives to the Lord. You're about, we're about to see that. All right. So keep typing in. This is on the screen. Those that are unsaved, those that are far from God, and those whose relationship status with the Lord is like, you know, uh, uh, complicated. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray tonight, God, um, for every set of initials that we have typed on the screen and for those on Uncommon Gospel that they have said out of their mouth. And in Jesus' name, Father, we call them into salvation. Your word says that no man comes to the Lord unless the Spirit draw him. So, Holy Spirit, we release you, sir, to begin to draw. My God. That's John 6, We release you to draw. We pray that you would begin to draw every set of initials that we have typed on every platform, that you would draw individuals to yourself, that you would draw every woman, you would draw every man, you would draw every boy, and you would draw every girl. Draw them unto yourself. Whatever's in the way, we pray that that obstacle would be removed. Whatever scales are on their eyes that are keeping them from seeing the truth of the gospel, we pray that those scales would be removed. Whatever is heavy on their ears, we pray that it will be removed now in the name of Jesus so that they would hear clearly. Your word makes it clear. How can they hear unless there's a preacher? Father, we pray that as we share the word, that's what we share, because they can't believe unless they've heard. How can they believe on him whom they've not heard? And how can they hear unless he preaches? Father, so we pray that as we share, God, that you'd have them look at the right clip at the right time, the right message at the right time, the right snippet at the right time, the right share at the right time, so that they would hear it and that they would respond. In Jesus' name, we call people into salvation right now in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the devil. We rebuke now friends around them that would keep them from seeing you. We rebuke things that would keep them from coming into your knowledge in Jesus' name. And we make intercession for them. We are the bridge that they will cross over. We call them saved. We call them serving right now in the name of Jesus before the, this year ends. December 31st, 2020, before this year ends, we call them saved and we call them serving. We call them saved and we call them serving. Can y'all agree with me? Type that on the screen. We call them saved. And we call them serving. We call them serving and we call them saved. We call them shaved and we call them serving. We call them serving and we call them saved. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I get everybody to type amen right there? My goodness. Look, y'all, I am so excited as I always am um, about prayer. Um, and tonight, um, for about the second half of prayers, we get ready for that. If you haven't shared this, can I get you to share this tonight? Can I get you to share this? Um, because uh, this is going to be so good um, for everybody tonight. Uh, this is going to be so good for everybody tonight, um, what we're going to be ready to cover. Um, it's going to be amazing. All right. The second thing I want to cover in prayer. Um, so we move from intercession, supplication. Um, if you know somebody that's a believer in the Lord, uh, but they're just having a hair of a time. I need for you. I need for you to do something for me. I need for you to type their initials. If they're just going through right now, if they're just going through a rough time, just going through a rough period of life, um, I need for you to just type their initials on the screen. You're going to pray for yourself last today. You're going to pray for yourself last today. And we're going to pray for others first today. You're going to pray for yourself last today. You're going to pray for others first today. Um, uh, because we got to make sure that we always keep that posture in prayer. If you know somebody that's struggling with grief, they're struggling right now. Maybe they used to be a prayer warrior. Now they don't even want to pray. They used to tell you to get in church and now they don't even want to get in church, right? Whatever it is, I need you to type that on the screen right now, 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 uh, so we can move in this thing together. All right. I see the initials coming in on every chat platform. If you're on Uncommon Gospel Radio, you're like, Bishop, I can't chat. I can't chat. No problem. Just say it. Even for those of you that are on the Harvest Channel, I forgot to welcome you. The Harvest Channel is what's on our website. And if you click, it literally says the Harvest Channel. There's a way it'll pop out for you. 
Harvest Channel is really cool because it's got all of the past experiences are right there. It's simple and easy to follow for those you don't want to get on YouTube. It's simple and easy to follow. You can see all of the streams and all of that. It's amazing. Um, I want for uh, you to just say it. So God, we covered these names right now in the name of Jesus. Those who are believers, but they're in a struggle. Those that know you, but they're in a tough time. Those that know you, but they're in a rough time. And we send your word to them. Your word says that you sent your word and healed them. In other words, Father, that the word is something that it doesn't just have to be something where a person is physically present to hear. It can be sent. And when it is sent, it can meet people where they are at. The centurion said to you, "Ooh, I feel this prayer tonight. The centurion said to you, I am a man like you in authority and under authority. He said, I, all I need you to do, I don't need my son. I don't need, I don't need who's sick in my house. I don't need them to hear you. If you send the word, just speak it and send the word, there will be healing. So in Jesus name, we send the word to these initials tonight and we call them out of the depression. We call them out of their anxiety. We call them out of their hurt. We call them out of their pain. We call them out of what has been terrorizing them. We call them out of debt. We call them out of what's been making them feel like they can't pray. We call them out of what's the distance between you and them, God. And we say, gather your children unto yourself. We release a word tonight in prayer that's going to meet them in Los Angeles. That's going to meet them in New York. That's going to meet them in Chicago. That's going to meet them in Atlanta. That's going to meet them in San Bernardino. That's going to meet them in San Antonio. That's going to meet them in Dillon, South Carolina. That's going to meet them in Bakersfield. That's going to meet them wherever they are. We release that word tonight in the name of Jesus. And we make supplication for them. We supplement their prayer and we back them up in the spirit. We say that they will not turn into atheists. Come on. They will not turn into agnostics. And they will not uh, turn into crazy Christianity. Uh, uh, that is more white supremacist than it is Christianity. We pray that they would not turn to uh, Islam, that they would not turn to Hinduism, that they would not turn into anything that is not you. You said you are the way and you are the truth and you are the light. And so we call them to you tonight in Jesus name. Come on, everybody say amen right there. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, all right. Lastly, guys, I want you, we're going to pray for you tonight. All right. Three types of prayer, right? Pray means to ask. That's for yourself. Intercession, that's for somebody who can't go to the Lord on their own. And then thirdly, supplication, that's what you pray for other believers, all right? I want you to type whatever your prayer request is tonight. I want you to type whatever your prayer request is. And I'm going to have you pray for me too. But I want you to type whatever your prayer request is. And then, guys, we're going to spend the second half of prayer talking about um, the fact that um, next Monday, um, everything will be different. You're like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What, are you talking about? what do you mean, Bishop? What do you mean? What do you mean? Chill out. I'm going I'm to walk you through it. Next Monday, everything will be different. All right. In an amazing way. Okay. All right. So, so, so listen, um, I want you to type your prayer request on the screen. Uncoming gospel, you say it. Harvest channel, you say it because y'all can't chat. Whatever your request is. No request is too big. No request is too small. But I need you to get that request out. All right. God can never answer the prayer that you never asked. He can never answer the prayer that um, that you never asked. I see a prayer here. Uh, a sister unexpectedly died. You found out today. My God, I send shalom to you. I send shalom to that family in the name of Jesus. And I pray that this unexpected transition, that God would come in and that God would get the glory out of it. We back you up. You're not by yourself. You are not out here alone. You're not out here doing this thing without support. As your family in God, we support you and we support that family. And send the word of the Lord now to them in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, we cover every individual's prayer request right now. And Father, we pray, uh, Lord, that we would keep you first in the five areas of our life. Father, when you're first, we never thirst. When you're first, we never thirst. Father, we keep you first in our time. That's our faithful church attendance. What's for digitally right now, that means when we live, we live. All right? We pray, Father, right now that we keep you first in our treasure. That's our faithful giving. Father, now is not the time for your people to withhold. It's the time for your people to sow. Why? So that harvest is on the way. We can never reap what we've not sown. 
We can never expect what we did not uh, uh, sow into. Father, we pray we keep you first in our talent that's using our gifts to serve in church digitally or physically. Father, we pray we keep you first in our thirst. That's our prayer and our praise and our worship. Father, stir a desire in us to pray like never before and not because of something bad that happened. Stir a desire in us to worship like never before and not because we're worried. Stir a, stir a desire to praise you before and not because we're in pain. Forgive us for only doing those things, God, because something bad happened. Come on. Forgive us for only doing those things, God, because something negative happened or because somebody did us wrong and we're worshiping you to manipulate you to get vengeance on them. In Jesus' name, we pray tonight that you are first in our time, you're first in our talent, you're first in our treasure, you're first in our thirst, and you're first in our testimony. God, that we would share the word. That's the power of that share button we've got on social media because our testimony, what is that? Inviting people to you. That's what changes lives. That's what makes the difference. That's what sees things happen. In Jesus' name, I cover every request tonight in the name of Jesus. And I release the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that has already been shed. And now we plead that blood over every request that's been listed on every platform tonight. And we declare that you're the God that brings structure. You're the God that brings strategy. Brings strategy to every prayer request tonight. You are the God that responds. That's why when we pray, I, we pray, then I give revelation. We pray, then I give revelation. Because you respond to us. You hear us. And you always answer. We ask that you forgive us tonight, Father, for all of our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, our iniquity, us practicing generational stuff we were supposed to shut down, and us operating in transgression where we willfully deviated from what we knew to be true. Father, forgive us for that tonight. But Father, we decree and we declare by faith that we can boldly approach your throne tonight. So everything we prayed for the last 35 minutes, we know it's a done deal. Come on. We know that the promises of God, they are yes and they are amen. It is a done deal because we boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and obtain favor in our time of need. Father, we even cover tonight, Father, our enemies. Oh, the Bible says pray for your enemies. We pray for our enemies tonight, Father, for two reasons. One, you said to do it. And in doing so, you said that when we pray for them, it would heap hot coals on their head. In other words, Father, that when we would pray, you would release fire on what's been trying to put us under fire or create pressure uh, or anything that's trying to oppose. An enemy is something that opposes our forward progress in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for our enemies, because your word says in Psalm 23 that you prepare a table for us in the presence of our enemies. Well, what's on the menu? Our enemies. That's why the scripture says in Numbers that we shouldn't fear our enemies because our enemies are our bread. That's what feeds us. That's what fuels us. Father, we pray that we would use the things that oppose our forward progress to feed us to move forward. We are fed to move forward. Tap that, y'all. I'm fed to move forward. I'm fed to move forward. I'm fed to move forward. So not only is your word food for us, but what opposes us is food to us. Not only is your word bread to us, but what opposes us is bread to us. We pray that we would use the things that were meant for evil and that we would use those things to see turnaround, just like what we learned in church yesterday. And we thank you that it is so now in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody, please type this now. Selah, S-E-L-A-H, Selah, S-E-L-A-H. Selah is a simple, it's, it's very similar to amen, but Selah means God, you said it, I believe it, and that settles it. You are fed to move forward. All right? In Numbers, uh, when the twelve, or excuse me, the eleven spies came back, or excuse me, twelve spies came back. Two of them had a negative report. Or excuse me, two of them had a good report. Ten of them had a negative report. Joshua and Caleb have a good report, and the people are like, oh, we're grasshoppers on our own side. And then Joshua and Caleb were like, what are we afraid of? They were like, look, the, they are bred to us. And they are bread to us. And some of you don't understand that the reason you still have enemies God hasn't dealt with is because if he gets rid of your enemy, he gets rid of your food supply. Shut up. God, that's good. If he gets rid of your enemies, he gets rid of your food supply. All right. So not only does the word feed you, but literally what opposes you feeds you. That's why in church you respond to certain things the way you do. When you're watching online, you respond to certain things the way you do. Why? Because an enemy's antagonization of you, it is something that fed you. So when you heard a word that, that gave you the strength to keep pressing, it, it was your enemy that pushed you to the word and the word that's pushing you forward. Shut up. 
Do you hear me tonight? So thank God for your enemies. That's why for some of you, God is like, mm -mm, I ain't moving that. I ain't moving that. Because if I move that, she ain't going to eat. I'm not moving that. Because if I move that, he's not going to eat. If I move that, they're not going to pray. If I move that, they're not going to worship. If I move that, they're not going to give me glory. So many times God says, I'm going to leave an enemy. And I'm going to leave them there because they are your bread. Let me give you scripture. Let me give you scripture uh, for that. Let me give you the verse for that. Numbers 14 and 9. Only do not rebel against the Lord. In other words, don't you back up now. Don't you retreat now. I rebuke those of you who have fallen off because digital, you've not been engaged Maybe the way you used to be, and you're not used to being digital. For my digital family, I declare you will remain even more engaged than you have been in your entire life. In Atlanta, in Chicago, in Miami, in Dallas, in Fort Worth, in Houston, wherever you're at, in Canada, in the Dominican Republic. It says, only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Here is the line. Their protection is removed from them and the Lord is with us. Don't fit in. Come on, make this declaration over your last four. Say, the Lord is with me. Come on, y'all. The Lord is with me. You're not falling off. You're not falling to the side. You're not getting distracted. Come on, Australia. I see you. Uh, you are not. You will not fall off because the Lord is with you. He's allowed your enemies to remain because that's how you eat. God, dog, that's good to me. And I like bread. Numbers 14, 9. Numbers 14, 9. So listen, guys, again, if you're just coming in and you haven't shared this tonight, do me a favor, share prayer tonight. Uh, prayer is awesome always, right? It's been amazing so far. Um, we're going to spend the last, I said half, but now about mm, 15, 20 minutes of prayer. I want to tell you about what's getting ready to come to an end. Oh my, you ready? Here's what's getting ready to come to an end. If you haven't shared this, can I get you to do that right now? Right now, click the share button and share it right now. Um, because this is so important, I'm getting ready to say. So here's what's coming to an end. Um, in the Gregorian calendar, stay with me. I'm going to just teach a little bit as we pray. In the Gr Gregorian calendar, um, which is what the Bible is not based off of. The Bible doesn't go from January to December. The, Bible, um, the Gregorian calendar is based on uh, a man named Pope Gregory uh, the 13th. Um, God's word is based off of the Hebrew calendar. The Hebrew calendar has four different starts uh, depending on the purpose, which shows this God consistently creates new beginnings. All right. God consistently creates new beginnings. How many of us tonight? There's some areas of your life. You're like, I want to reset there. I want to reset. Some of you, you need to reset your marriage. Some of you need to reset in prayer. Some of you, you need a reset in worship. Some of you just need a, you just need a whole reset. How many of you got some areas? Wave at me. Do the hand wave emoji. You got some areas of your life where you're like, you know what? I need a reset in that area. I need a reset in that area. All right. And here's the thing. You can have some areas that you're like, I'm good. And other areas you're like, oh my God, like reset the whole thing. Um, so there's four different starts to the Hebrew year, the Hebrew calendar. So God is constantly creating new beginnings. So Father, I pray that we would walk into Shekabaha, walk into our new beginning with strength. Please listen to me for these next 19 minutes like you've never listened to me before. Please. Okay. You hear me say this often. If you still have a pulse, God still has a plan. Built into the year were four times that God would reset the calendar. There was only one time out of that year uh, it was called Rosh Hashanah, also known in the Bible as the Feast of Trumpets, where the year would change. Now, I know that 2020 has been a whole, it's been all things new, right? It's been a whole thing. But there, in the scripture, um, when, these, when these occurrences would change, there's something in the scripture called a biblical feast. A biblical feast. A biblical feast means this. It's an appointed time or in the Greek language of our New Testament, it's a kairos moment. K-A-I-R-O-S. Kairos moment. There are two biblical words for time uh, that come from the Greek language of our New Testament. One is chronos. Chronos is chronological time. Chronos, chronological time. One, two, three, four. Can everybody finish that? Five. That's chronological time. Five, four, three, two, one. Chronological time. Here's kairos. Cairo says, watch me, one, but it's the best one you've ever had. Here's Kairos, 15, but it's the best 15 you've ever had. See, Kairos means it is a quality of time. 
So I'm not counting time. In, in other words, watch me. Time is working for me. Please listen. I'm not counting up time. I'm not counting down time. Time is working for me. Stay with me. In the Bible, there are seven major feasts. Seven is the biblical number of completion. It's the biblical number of shalom. So when we honor the feast, we see shalom. When we honor the feast, we see shalom. When we honor the feast, we see shalom. See, time, hear me, is working for you. Because please listen to this. In these last four months of this year, please listen. You will accomplish more than you have in the whole rest of your life. Please say yes, Lord, right there. In the last four months of this year, I still say four because we got a half of September left. In the last four months of this year, you will accomplish more than you ever have. Let me tell you why. Bishop, why can you say that? Why? Well, one, 1 Samuel 3, 19, and the Lord was with me and didn't let my words fall to the ground. But two, I'm going to tell you where we're at. This is the last Monday prayer of the biblical year 5,780. This is the last Monday prayer of the biblical year 5,780. Bishop, what is 5,780? It's from Genesis chapter 1, and it's post verse 2. Um, in the first couple of verses of Genesis, there is this chasm of time. Um, you think it happened, bam, bam, bam. It didn't happen that way. In the first few verses of Genesis, there is this chasm of time, um, which uh, explains lots of things where people say science and God, they contradict. They don't. They don't. You just have to know how to read the Bible. In Genesis, there's this chasm of time. Uh, in Genesis chapter 1 uh, and uh, verse 1, and matter of fact, I'm going to just get, do it to you. I know this is prayer, but can I just teach you this real quick? Let me just teach you this real fast, all right? Because I, I need to cover the end of this spiritual year, and I need to cover the beginning of your um, your new year. So Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, all right? Um, and then here, let's go to, come on, come on, come on, come on, all right? Here we go, verse 2. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. Stop. Where did God ever make the water? So between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2, there's a whole lot that happened that we don't know anything about. And between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2, you know that things like land is created. How do you know that? Because if you look at verse 10, it says, And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering of the waters he called the seas. Look at verse nine. It says, and the dry land began to appear, which means the waters began to stretch back and the land that was there began to appear. What are you trying to say to me, Bishop? I'm trying to say to you that there's a whole lot that happened that is not recorded in the scriptures because it's frankly none of our concern between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2. Are you catching me? Even when the scripture says, and let there be light, um, it is not talking about the sun and the moon because God didn't create those until later. He was saying, let there be the knowledge of me. I don't have time to get into this too deep tonight. You can go go get that podcast and go watch on YouTube. I've talked about this before, about the biblical feast and all of this before. Y'all stay with me. I just want you to do this. All right. So I just want you to catch this. There are how many major feasts of the Bible? Seven. Can I get everybody to type seven on the screen real fast? We're about to cover this in prayer. I just need you to know this is the last prayer of the year 5780. Oh my God, which means in the last, in the last three months of this year, three and a half months, last four months of this year, we'll just round it up. Now it's four months of this year. God says, I intend for this to be far better than the first eight. I intend for this to be a new beginning wherever there needs to be a reset. There are four major spring feasts, four major spring feasts, and there are three fall feasts. The first of the fall feasts is called the Feast of Trumpets. Trumpets is a Greek term for shofar, all right? It's the grecicized version of that. Now, go with me here. Um, it is also referred to as Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, all right? Um, this is when the spiritual year changes. This is when the spiritual year changes. Um, over the weekend, the year changes. Shut up. This weekend, the year changes. Come on. This weekend, the year changes. Oh, somebody needs to shout. God is not waiting until December 31st. God is going to give you a head start now. Father, we pray we'd use our head start. We pray we'd maximize our head start. We pray we fully exploit in a good way our head start. Over the weekend, Rosh Hashanah comes, which is when the year changes, and we exit 5780 and we enter 5781. 
to welcome the year. And I got to release this in prayer tonight because I don't know how far I'm going to be able to get on, on Wednesday and Sunday. All right. I'm, um, I'll get as far as I can. All right. Stay with me. To welcome the year. In Hebrew, there's this phrase we use. I've taught it before. If you've been following for a while, if not, I'm going to teach it to you tonight. Shana Tova. Shana Tova. S-H-A-N-A-H space. Tova really is how you say it. T-O-V-A-H. I'm just making an American for us. American. All right. <laughs> okay. Shana Tova. Or Shana Tova is really, but Shana Tova. We'll go with that. Okay. Here's what that means. You have a good year. Shana Tova was a directive to yourself to have a good year. Shana Tova was an announcement to people around you to have a good year. Y'all ready for this? Okay. Um, when the shofar is blown, it's called the head of months. When the shofar is blown, it calls things into order. This is why for many of you over these last couple of weeks, you know what a lot of y'all pray for? Consistency. Let me tell you why consistency is on your mind. Consistency is on your mind because when the shofar is blown or the feast of trumpets, when the trumpet is blown, it calls everything that's out of order into order. So what's been happening the last few weeks of your life, the last couple of months, is that all of the disorder, God has been throwing it in your face because God says, I need for this disorder to be brought into order. Shut up. I need for disorder to be brought into order because when this thing blows, when I blow the shofar, everything that's out of order comes to order. If you read the Bible, Joshua, they would blow the shofar. Everybody would line up. Everything would get in place. Listen, everything is about to be in place for you. Listen, everything is about to be in the perfect arrangement for you. Every delay has been to your benefit because God says it wasn't ready. I couldn't blow the shofar because it wasn't ready. But I need y'all to hear me tonight. Come on. That everything is coming into order. Please release that. When you speak it, it's a prayer. Please release it and please type it. Everything is coming into order. That's why some of you begin frustrated with your body. Why? Because God says, I'm getting your body in order. Some of you have been frustrated with your friends. You're like, ah, these simple folks. I got some new, need some new friends. Because God says, I'm getting that in order. You've been frustrated with your consistency. God says, I'm getting that in order. You've been frustrated what's been going on in your house. God says, I'm getting that in order. You've been frustrated what's been happening in your mind. God says, I'm getting that in order. When the shofar is blown, everything that's out of order has to come into order. Come on. Everything's coming into order. Jesus, everything's coming into order. Okay? Now you say, Bishop, how do you say that? Because that's literally what the feast is. The feast is the honoring of what it is. It's a Kairos moment. So it means God says, I've set an appointment with y'all. Okay? When we pray praise and worship, we set an appointment with God. A Hebrew feast is when God sets an appointment with us. This weekend is the first of three uh, fall feast and the first of three appointments God has set. Guys, if there's any day you should not miss church, if you're in Denver and you can and you can get in on pre-registration, like this is one you don't miss. Like don't miss this one. Okay, All right. it's called a holy convocation. It means a holy gathering. All right, and then I'm so excited because right when we have our uh, history makers online conference, we'll be lining up with another one. Like this is one you don't miss. Because this is the end of 5780. It is the beginning. It's the first of 5781. So this is a weekend where if you can be in the building, be in the building if you're in Denver. If not, digital family, just make sure you own and don't miss either experience. Everything's coming into order. Okay, I gotta hurry up because I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I'm out of time. God dog. All right. Now, when the shofar was blown, number one, everything that was out of order would be called into order. For some of you, this is why people started acting funky with you the last couple of weeks. Because God says they're not coming in 5781. Who am I talking to? Wave at me if I'm talking to you online. The people have been acting weird. You're like, mm, mm. But don't be snatching like that little girl. You've been like, what's going on with you? And it's because God says they're not coming in the 5781. Because when the shofar blows, they're not going to be with you. They have no business being with you. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Okay. I, I see your hands. Okay. Here's the second thing that uh, Rosh Hashanah means. And again, I will get into it as much as I can on Wednesday's message and Sunday's message, so don't miss church. But here's the next piece. It means that when the shofar was blown, that you would call, you would awaken the person from a slumber. 
That's why for those of you, watch this, who, who, who you read your Bible a lot, you remember how the scripture says, and when the trumpet blows, one will hear it, one will be taken, and one will not. One will go, the other will not. And it's because uh, when it is blown, it is awakening people from their slumber, from their slumber. What is slumber? It means God says, you have not, you've been sleeping. You've been sleeping. You've been sleeping. You've been resting a whole lot. You've been getting, you've been, you, you've been, you've been slumbering. You've been having slumber parties. God says, I'm waking you up. I'm waking up your gifts. I'm waking up your talents. I'm waking up your skills. I'm waking up your ability. I'm waking up your purpose. I'm waking up your right connections. Not only is everything in order, but I'm making everything. Here's what it is. I'm going to make it turn on. Let me, let me demonstrate. Let me demonstrate. Let me demonstrate. These lights, these lights that are in here, there's lights that are in here. Let me demonstrate y'all. All right. And there's one over there, but the switch is over there. Okay. Y'all see how things change? Everything is in order, but not everything is awakened. Come on. Everything is in order, but not everything is awakened. Everything is in order, but not everything is on. Everything's lined up, but it's not on. Rosh Hashanah is when God says, not only do I put it in order, but watch me, but I'm going to turn it on. Come on here, y'all. In other words, it's going to begin to work. I've been lining it up, but it's not been working. And Rosh Hashanah, I line it up and it's going to be working. Come on here. God says, I'm waking everything about you up. And there's some stuff that you've been frustrated with. And God says, now you're going to have the order and the stamina to be able to deal with it. Jesus. And I wish I had more time. I don't have any more time to cover this. So here's what I want to do. This is the last prayer of 5780. This is the last prayer of 5780. Over the weekend, we go into 5781. Over the weekend, we go into 5781, and I will teach as much as I can on Wednesday and Sunday and then next Monday's prayer about what this means for you. For those of you like Bishop, whoa, mind blown, can I ask you to do yourself a favor? Get our app, go to our YouTube channel, go to our Facebook page. I have taught on our podcast, all of that, because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest. There are so many messages I've taught about Rosh Hashanah. You can look up messages about the Day of Atonement, the Fall Feast, Spring Feast, Shana Tova or Shana Tova. You can look all of that up. Look all of that up and you can go get read into this and go study. Like you're like, what? Spiritual year? I didn't know nothing about no spiritual year. Um, so that's why even when we came into 2020, 5780 started it. Got it? And 5781 and what that will lead into, um, I will share with you later. Listen, was prayer not amazing tonight? I want to cover um, the last few days. I want to cover the last few days of this spiritual year. You got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we, we up out of here. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Five days left. And I pray that in these five days, you see God's grace, you see God's favor, you see God's provision, you see God's protection. You would see things coming into order and you'd see things being awakened, that everything would be set in the right place and that the right lights would turn on. I pray the right lights in your mind would turn on, the right lights and prayer would turn on, that everything would be in order and everything would be awakened. Everything would be in order. Everything would be awakened. Come on, make that declaration. Everything would be in order and everything would be awakened. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody say amen. Guys, tonight, um, before we hop off for prayer, wow, right? Just type 5781 because this weekend, boop, the year changes. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thanks, Jesse. I appreciate that. Um, listen, so let me say this. Um, if you're not a Christian tonight, come on. Like, seriously, you're going to give your life to the Lord tonight. Like, you ain't been watching this by accident. Tonight, you're going to give your life to the Lord. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to me. Guys, when I'm giving the invitation, I need y'all praying. I don't need y'all hopping off now. I need y'all praying because we're about to see people come to the Lord. If, you, if you've been far from God, you ran away from God, whatever it is, tonight's your night to come back to the Lord. And finally, number three, if you're like, Bishop, my relationship with Jesus is like a Facebook status. It's complicated. I don't even know. I want you to be sure tonight. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. On the count of three, I want you to respond with the hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you're on the Harvest Channel or Uncommon Gospel, just open your mouth and say it. Tonight, I need you to respond. God's coming to get you tonight. He's coming to get you tonight. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Respond with hand wave emoji or it's me. One, God's coming for you. Two. 
respond right now on every platform. If you're on Uncommon or Hospital Chat or Harvest Channel, just say, it's me. Say it because there's no chat. But for everybody where you got chat, I need you to respond. There's no guilt. There's no condemnation. Nobody's going to beat you up. Nobody's going to beat you down. We're going to speak life into you and love you to life. You need to become a Christian and recommit yourself to the Lord. Say, it's me or do that hand wavy emoji. I will wait on you. Ten. I will wait on you. Nine. I will wait. Eight. Seven. I'm waiting. Six. Five. Come on. Four. I see you. Three, I see you. Two, I see you. One, come on, keep responding. Keep responding. Don't let the enemy stop you. Don't let him block you. Don't feel like, oh my God, I can't be honest. You were Bishop Former. You in the safe place. You were safe people. I see your hands. I see your responses tonight. Everybody, keep responding. But I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your unconditional love for me. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, come on, say it with me, everybody. I am reconnected to you. I am sure that we are good. I receive your unconditional love. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, guys, keep responding. I only see the immediate ones, but I got to tell you, every week on prayer, somebody gives their life to the Lord. Every week at Harvest, somebody gives their life to the Lord. Can we celebrate Jesus for people coming to the Lord? Because that's important to me. That is so important to me. I need you to text decision to 59769. Take out your mobile phone. Text the word decision to 59769. And we're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Do that on any platform, Uncommon Gospel Harvest Channel. You just take out your phone and you text it. Text decision to 59769. All right, here's what I want to do. Uh, this Instagram thing, it keeps going. So I think maybe they changed the Instagram rules. You can do over an hour now. Um, here's the last thing I want to do. Last two things I want to do. One, if prayer bless you, I want to encourage you to sow into it. Um, this, Bishop, you, you, you always talk about giving. That's because there's an anointing on me to see people's get out of my debt. It just is what it is. Um, and I'm a giver. I was a giver before I was a pastor. I was a giver as a pastor. And I got to be honest, my living comes through my giving. Like only God could provide for me the way that God provides for me. Or like God is amazing. And so I just want to see the people I lead blessed too. All right. So you should always bless what blesses you. Always pour into what pours into you. Always feed what feeds you. So if you want to sow, um, you can do that. Harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Uh, you can also use the cash app. Can I get y'all to type these on all the platforms? Harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Um, the cash app, it's Bishop Foreman with the number one or Harvest Search Give. Um, you can also sow to um, PayPal and Venmo and all of that. It's hello, hello, and harvestchurch.church. I encourage you to do it that way too. All right, um, but I encourage you to sow. Before you go sow, let me make one request. Would you pray a prayer for me? Would you type a prayer on the screen for me? Come on, Testimony Tuesday. I love it. Would you type a prayer on the screen for me? No, Bishop, what, what do I pray for Bishop? Uh, pray, and let me tell you what to pray. Because um, I'm praying for your strength. That means that there's got to be more resistance. Let me tell you what you can pray for me. Pray that I'm shalom. Pray that I have the right people around me in the right seats doing the right things. Um, pray that I have um, the fortitude to obey God. Um, pray that all things work together for my good. Those are the types of prayers. Got it? Uh, prayers of protection, prayers for discernment. That's how you pray uh, for me. All right. Can I ask you to do that before we hop off tonight? I'm so excited about your 5781 and then 2021. So excited about it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I may have to alter where I'm going on Wednesday and Sunday a little bit to give you more of that. All right. Thank you for typing your prayer for me. I love you all. I appreciate you all so very much. You are awesome. And I'm so glad we are connected. I am so glad we are connected. Just think about it. Who would think that you'd be on prayer on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or an app like, who would think that that's how we would be praying in the 21st century? But God, right? Um, to all of my digital family, love and appreciate you. If you're not registered for the conference, don't forget to do that too. Um, it's October 1 and 2. It's online. Uh, that morning, the sessions, um, mass classes, four mass classes on Thursday, four mass classes on Friday. Evening sessions are uh, in the building or online here in Denver. Um, we're doing it here in Denver. We're going to do it in Atlanta, but we can't yet because of the restrictions there. But love you all. So if prayer bless you, number one, and then number two, 
and go register for the conference. How do I get registered? Text coming to 59769. Text coming to 59769. I really, guys, please hear me. I really do love and appreciate you. Um, and I mean that. Um, yesterday, please go watch that 1115. Just, would you do that? Like, just go do it. It was amazing. Would you do that? I love that. It's a tablet. Moses had a tablet. I love that. That's good. Have an amazing night, guys. Shalom to you. I got my exercise in early today, so I ain't got to do a late night job. I got it in early today, uh, but appreciate you. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. So, and go register for the conference. See you guys on Wednesday. Love you. Bam. Instagram. Bye-bye, Instagram. Bam. Bye, y'all. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart. An infant formula company on a mission to get a lot closer to the most super, super food on the planet, breast milk. Our patented protein blend has more of the important and most abundant proteins actually found in breast milk. We're the first and only U.S.-made formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk, not skim. We even conducted the largest clinical trial by a new infant formula company in a quarter century. With clinically proven benefits like easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus a leading infant formula. And we make our own formula in the USA and our very own factories in Iowa, Oregon, and Pennsylvania. Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.